I also couldn't find our normal honey, so I had to break out the uh, jar of Manuka honey imported from New Zealand that Michael got over a year ago and has not opened. Oh, that's not... Oh, you're gonna die. You know honey never goes bad, right? Nah, it does. <laughs> they have rehydrated honey found in Egyptian tombs, and it has been completely fine. Yeah, but then it turned Ding Dang Tom Cruise into a vampire, Blake. <sighs> oh wait, mummy. Oops, That's forgot a- the whole, forgot the name of the oh, film. No. My bad. What, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time. It's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS. Yes, the spookiest show on the planet featuring the two most frightful men of all time. And I'm talking about he, the boo to the L-A-K-E. It's Blake Tanner. Wait, wait, wait. Blake Terror! I think Thank I, you! I think I made that joke last year, but I don't care. Yes. I also think that I followed up with the joke that you are the S, Scotty Moore. The S stands for scary. No, nope, Because you I said, couldn't think of another one. You said spooky last year, but we're already relying on that word too much. Yeah. Um, but it is that time of year. We are feeling the reason for the season, and that reason is terror. I'm feeling terror for a lot of different reasons right now, but we're gonna we're gonna focus on the good terror. Okay. So what have you brought to the cause we did say let's do two normal ideas in October and then two spooky ones, and then you just said no. You said no, I'm good. Because I realized, of course, that um we got we've gotta make room for our Halloween special. Don't know what we're doing, but, um, so that means that this week, I get a great scary idea that will fill you with terror, or with purpose. I don't know, I can't really fill your life up. Um, and you bring the same next. I've never really seen a scary film that's made me get purpose in life. Like, I didn't leave It Chapter 2, like, I know what I must do from now on out. Yeah, yeah, I know a scary movie that gave me purpose. Like... A quiet place. Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Monsters, Inc. Great, gives you great purpose. Um, fucking uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. It gave me the purpose not to go to an island infested with zombies. Chernobyl Diaries. It told me I'm not going to fucking Chernobyl, fam. Exactly. So, my idea this week, as we get into the season, is... I really thought about, you know, some of the things we've been doing recently, and I realized, man, we're really good when it comes to some type of heist movie. So I thought, Scotty, why don't we take in the greatest heist of them all? That's right, Scotty. It's going to be a hell heist. Oh, I was going for candy heist. I'm sorry, I'm now just kind of going to... Going to our recent catalog and trying to see where we did heists. Because last week... Fast 10. Fast 10 was not a heist! Yes, it was. They had to heist the moon. They never... The film ended before they got to the moon! That was the end of the film! Yep, they didn't heist the moon. They failed. Okay, Young Clux was originally a heist. Okay, so you know what? Yes, we are good at starting with a prompt for a heist. I can... I, I'm a guarantee you this is not going to end with a heist. Oh, that's fine, because I've got... I think we, we could get some meat on these bones, because, Scotty, we've got to infiltrate hell to get our bro back from Satan's clutches. Which... Who's down there? Who'd he take? And why'd he take him? Uh, Billy. Billy. Took Billy. Now wait, which Billy, wh- which which Billy? We know like three Billies. Billy Reynolds. Now wait, which Billy Reynolds? We know two separate Billy Reynolds. Is it is it is it little Billy or the tall one? No, no, no. It's the tall one. Little Billy has uh, actually already got his golden ticket to heaven. I thought you were about to like little Billy's already in hell, and we're not rescuing him. <laughs> we can't. We can't go get little Billy. So why is? 
Big Bill down there? Did he make perhaps some sort of deal with the devil to get real good at the guitar? Well, of course, uh, since this is Tall Billy, which is a code name for a very tall friend that we know, he's actually Rasputin. Oh, okay, okay. So, rah rah Rasputin leader. This is now two weeks in a row we have brought up this uh, this individual. Um, okay, is it us going to rescue him? Because, like, I know we've done a few self inserts, but I don't know if we need to be particularly the individuals going to hell. Also. There is still the possibility for a BS versus sequel where we do actually go to hell, and I don't want to chomp that flavor. Okay, well, that's fine. So we can we gotta come up with some characters who would be willing to go to hell for their buddy. And also why their buddy went to hell that is not a reason that he should stay there. I... I kind of like it being a rock band, almost. Like a Nirvana-esque rock band, although to be fair... That's a real. That is. I don't want to go down that Nirvana well because it's, how'd they get to hell? You don't want to know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, welcome to hell. Every rock band that you've ever known is down here. Yep, and also surprisingly, Jimmy Carter. What? Yeah, he's down here. He re- he's not even dead. He really liked people. Well, spiritually, he's down here. His his form may still walk the earth, but the spirit is among us. Yeah, he. You're right. He really did like peanuts. And let me tell you something: every peanut that you eat, that's a lot of hell points you're getting, buddy. Wow, I damn Jimmy Carter, you are lasting. Holy shit, Jimmy Carter has fucking lasted i think he still uh regularly helps build homes for habitat for humanity yeah i'm seeing a picture of like is this from 2020 when he fell off a thing no this is 20 2019 and he does look like and it might be because i i just finally beat fallout for the first time ever fallout 4 uh he does look like a synth. He does look like Nick Valentine nowadays. Well, you know, that's uh, that's the problem is he's. Uh, he's wow, a synth. He really did good in that gubernatorial election in 1970. Uh, why are we looking at Jimmy Carter? <laughs> I mean, he's worth it. Well, he's the one in hell and we've got to save him because peanuts. <laughs> I kind of like this idea that they it's. It's almost like our bo- good old boys from last week, but they're wanting to rescue an individual who is in hell to get advice or some shit, like learn a peanut recipe or something. It could be, um, so these guys, they wanted to be the best death metal band ever. No, I think I s- Satan would be cool with them. He'd be like, you know what? You stay and spread the good word. Well, bad word. What do you think about it? But I, I assume the guitarist... That might be the thing. Satan wants to keep him down in hell because he shreds so hard. Okay. So the devil done challenged this guitarist, let's call him Johnny, to a guitar <laughs> contest, or maybe perhaps a fiddle. And <laughs> It was in Georgia... This is, have you ever heard of, like, um, when people take a famous book series and write what-ifs? Oh, yeah. This is the what-if of Devil Went Down to Georgia. I'm down with doing a what-if Devil Went Down to Georgia remake. Um, also, can I just say, this is probably the most impotent southern rage I ever get is when Devil Went Down to Georgia comes on the radio, but it's the version that says, I done told you once, you son of a gun, I'm the best that's ever been. I'm like, no! He says son of a bitch, and you let it happen! You fucking coward! Listen here, you fucking assholes. You only get one chance in your life, your existence maybe, to call the devil a son of a bitch. You don't take this away from Johnny. Johnny deserve. I actually, wait a minute. Now, if- Hold on. If he is- if Johnny doesn't call the devil a son of a bitch, is God just up there like, I know he fucked up, but I made him. Bud, did you know that- there's also the devil comes back to Georgia, a fucking sequel to the original song. 
All right, so you're going to have to edit in a quick little break here while we listen to this, huh? Well, I'm going to, we'll read it. It's been ten long years since the devil laid his fiddle at Johnny's feet. And it burned inside his mind the way he suffered that defeat. In the darkest pits of hell, the devil hatched an evil plan to tempt the fiddle player, for he's just a mortal man. The sin of pride, the devil cried, is what will do you in. I thought we had this settled. I'm the best it's ever been, you son of a bitch. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to see. Oh, wow. In truth, I haven't played much since the baby came in June, but give me half a minute and I'll get this fiddle back in tune. Holy fuck. It's just that he's bad at it now. Oh, Johnny, are you practicing or will your hands grow cold? The devil walks the land and plays a fiddle made of gold. Can you hear the baby crying? Will he ever know? The devil wants his daddy's very soul. Does this end with the devil taking Johnny and his son Kill Bill-like? It actually ends. It ends before they start playing the fiddle again. Wait, what? Uh, Before we play, I want to thank you for letting God's own word ring true. He said, you can't be trusted. Yes, but what you gonna do? Well, you get your fiddle, devil, if you think that you can win. Because I beat you once, you old dog, and I can whip your butt again. Boo! Whipped you, beat you once, you son of a bitch, and I can beat that ass again is what this needs to be. Devil, I came here to do one thing, and that's beat your ass. Now you get to choose how that happens. Johnny Brown's John Brown's green, the devil is red, mama's little baby loves shortening bread. What? <laughs> that is not the lyrics I expected to follow. The devil's dream is that he can win, but Johnny's the best that's ever been, and that's how it maybe maybe we actually do need to fucking listen. Like perhaps perhaps it's it the rest of the song is played in fiddle. All right, I'm, let's do it. I'm pulling it up. All right, hold on. We'll, we'll be right I, back. I've got it where you can listen. Okay. This is just the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, no, yeah, the lyric structure is the same. No, like, listen. Like, the audio is... Before we play, I want to thank you for letting God's own word ring true. Fucking Travis Trent, where'd you come from? Whoa! This is fucking fuck wild! That's Johnny Cash! What? Is this... It's just the devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. They just made a parody of devil went down to Georgia. Oh, all right. You know what? This is it. This is our fucking, this is our fucking prologue. Because our post-prologue scene, the devil used some fucking trick to get Johnny's soul. Uh, well, first, I just want, I can't get over the fact that T-R-O-U-B-L-E, Travis fucking Tritt, is the devil (laughs) in this. Johnny Cash is in it as, like, the omnipotent narrator. Oh, maybe Johnny Cash is old Johnny narrating his feats, beating the devil multiple times at the fiddle. Now, now Blake, uh, this is not... We're not gonna steal this idea, but the top comment is... Uh, an individual named Angel Wedge, which I believe is a captain in Star Wars. <laughs> and uh, seeing the comments makes me want a third song. Johnny's an old man now, and he finally dies, standing at the pearly gates, but St. Peter says he has to wait. Even if it's justified, pride is still a sin, and while he's carrying the devil's fiddle, they cannot let him in. Ah, oh, fuck. They're already writing it. He has to return the fiddle, so Johnny goes to hell. The devil laughs, says Johnny knew he'd be coming here. All those years ago, he claims he let him win because he knew that pride would bring the country boy's soul here in the end. Johnny can't take it, so he challenges him to a rematch. The devil might get his fiddle back, but he loses for real. 
He asked if he loses for real, he has to renounce all claim on Johnny's soul. The devil has all great musicians to form his backing band, because now it's Bill and fucking Ted, I guess. But even the demons are tapping their feet when Johnny starts to play. That's just that's just the devil and Daniel Webster instead of like a fucking court scene. It's music. So now the devil can't take Johnny's soul. But heaven says, Johnny, we can see that you're the best that there's ever been. But even for the greatest, you know, pride is still a sin. So he passes the fiddle down to his son and returns to Georgia to live for as long as he's the best until his son can beat him and lay that pride to rest. So wait, hold on. Whoa, this one's even more buckwild because that assumes now he's like fucking old man Logan. Like he just can't die. He just can't die until his son die. gets good at the fiddle. <laughs> so wait, are we gonna do this idea? Because I think they just finished it for us. Uh, no, I just I, I wanted to bring a little inspiration into it. Now Nickelback did also do their version of Devil. No, Mitchell. Jesus Christ! It fucking rips, man. I'm not even gonna just like, yeah. <laughs> it's slower and ominous, and you can fuck to it. I would never want to fuck to this song. It's pretty good. Like it's. It, I'm pretty sure I would end up with a child that is the Jersey Devil if I fucked to this song. It's. I mean, can our can our story be what happens when you fuck to the Devil went down to Georgia? Absolutely fucking not. No. Maybe. Okay. Hold on. Let's think about this now. Okay. So maybe this is like. Maybe it's years after. The devil went down to Georgia? Yeah. And, like, so maybe Johnny does die, but he does go to hell because of his sin of pride, and someone's got to get him out. Okay. Alternate. What if it's, like, this... What if... Okay. When do you think the original devil went down to Georgia happened? I would probably say, like, fucking antebellum south like in between like maybe before around the 1800s pre-civil war okay okay then that makes this work which is it's now 2020 johnny still walks the earth for his eternal his eternal curse and he's still looking for a fiddlist to put him down but no one is willing to lay his soul to rest because ain't he is unfortunately living with the eternal sin of being the greatest that there's ever been at being a fiddle player and now we've got to build up a a new fiddlist to defeat johnny all right Johnny is about as white bread southern boy as you can get. So let's just fucking let me throw some names at the dartboard. Jane Finch. <laughs> fiddlest. Is this a real person? Because you said it with such confidence that I'm starting to doubt my knowledge of fiddlers. Nope. No, nothing about fiddlers. Just came up with that one. Okay. And it was what? Jane Finch? Jane Finch. Which is, okay, it can be played by Jane Lynch, because that's awkwardly close to that. True. Now, what is, is this perhaps some sort of Mortal Kombat-esque tournament, where Johnny, through his years of life, has learned how to travel through interdimensions, and he brings the top ten best fiddlists to some sort of, like, pocket dimension to all fight for the opportunity to duel against Johnny fucking, in a fiddle contest. Fucking, like, fiddle hunger games? The fiddle games is what this is, but instead of you getting... I assume you get food at the end of the Hunger Games, hence why it's called the Hunger Games. It's, nope, absolutely not. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Is is my knowledge of the Hunger Games completely fucked? I thought you like got all the like food for your district. No, not really. Uh, they literally do it as a series of punishments against the districts because the districts uh, tried to have a civil war against them, and like there is no, 
real prize other than the fact that the person who wins survives. They steal people from the district so they kill each other. Okay. So I think our main character, Jane Finch, is um in in the earth-based fiddle contest. And actually, like the first thing we see is her get beat by her mentor. And her mentor now, like basically Johnny has now become a dark specter of his former self. Like his skin is is scraped across his body. He is just like this old nasty cowboy. And at that point, he's like, well, welcome, come with me. And then as a sacrifice, Jane basically volunteers his tribute. But this is what's this is what makes it interesting is the fact that Jane doesn't win the beginning, meaning we have to watch as Jane becomes great over this two hour period of a film about fit lists. Okay. So the, the what you're positing though is that there is a loser's bracket in this tournament. No, no, no. I'm saying like this is a secondary tournament. This is the tournament on Earth where basically they're like, show me what you got. And it's just a normal fiddle tournament. You know, those kind of normal fiddle tournaments. tournaments. Those normal things that we all go to on the regular. They've got the fiddle clowns that run around to distract the fiddlers lest they get too angry. Then, of course, they uh, have the red capes to distract the fiddlers. No, they, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I might be giving a little bit away here, but can the twist be that her mentor, like, plucked and adopted her when she was young and taught her nothing but fiddle? Like, he saw that there was potential there to become the greatest fiddler ever, and boom, third act twist. After he loses to Johnny... The mentor is revealed to be the devil again. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like that. But because I kind of like this fiddle Batman and fiddle Robin thing you've set the up. Devil mentor. No, I think the devil just needs to be the devil, man. I think he does. Oh, but here's a twist. Here's a twist right here, big man. <gasps> well, hold on. Well, no, okay. Let's let's make this film have a plot. So Fit Earth Fiddle contest ends with Jane getting beat by her mentor, and then the devil, not the devil, uh, Johnny's basically like, congratulations, come with me to my deserted island where we're going to have exquisite fiddle contests. He is played by Tim Curry in this one, but we don't make him give him a southern accent, it's just meh. for me. We could also do it to where he's just played by Ian McDermott. No, no, no. We've already had a good palp recently. We gotta. We haven't had any curry in a while, so yeah, it's fine. I'll I'll just be the devil then. Yeah. So, uh, she gets to bring Jane along, basically as her second. And when they get to this new world, he reveals that they may be good at fiddle but are they good at fiddle to the death? Because in this world, every time you play a note, it, much like Scott Pilgrim, summons a beast, an eldritch beast monster that you control with your fiddling, and they have to fight each other. Uh Uh-huh. Man. Okay, I like this idea. I think we need to go with this idea, because this gets in on my uh, anime fixation. Yes. I'm just really sad that we didn't do my hell heist, but let's go. Well, the heist has happened before this. The heist happened when Johnny went to hell after dying, and then had to heist his own soul to get out, but then was cursed with uh, living an eternity on this mortal coil. No, that's what happened. When he got out, he received some of the devil's power. Because he's the one that created this neutral plane that he exists on because he can't leave it. Okay. And I think 
uh, opener, right? Like literally, this is day one before <laughs> Fiddler's Kingdom, and uh, they're walking through the woods, and then suddenly, like this massive. It's not, but, like, I want you to imagine a more terrifying Gengar. <laughs> it is a massive Gengar uh, that shoots uh-huh. through the forest. And then, of course, the mentor's like, get back, get back. And it turns out that it's um whatever rival Fiddler name is. Seto Kaiba, let's call him. That- okay. So it's just, all right. Actually, and hold on. Just- let's combine two. Gary Kaiba. <laughs> Yes, this has just turned into Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon at this point. Well, I haven't even brought up the Fiddler chips that you have to put into your gauntlet so you can go fight Maximilian Johnny Pegasus. And then, of course, every time you beat another Fiddler, they have to give you all of their money as if you rob them and then die. (laughs) But, okay, Gengar comes out of the forest being wielded by, um... I don't know. Do you think? I, do you think like a smooth talking British man? I do love the name Maximilian, though. So Ma- could be just like Maximilian Rockwell at your service. Maximilian Rockwell. Um, I, so he's either British or very like antebellum Southern. He's very like because then he's still like an opposite of Johnny, who's a little white trash piece of shit. Maximilian, my family was raised on money in the South. You know what that means, right? Like, you know if your family has money in the South what that means. I have no idea what you mean. Or it's like, mm, why do you think I'm trying to win this tournament? I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I'll, I'll take their money, but it don't mean I agree with what they did. But I do enjoy the money. Have you, like, paid you know, any, like, reparations or anything? Absolutely not! Absolutely not! Now I'm sorry, a ripper, what now? I do... (laughs) I do declare uh, the only reparations I'm getting is this mint julep. I do... No, 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 he's just like, have you paid reparations? I do eat at Big Mama's barbecue every couple, and I always make sure to tip twice. Is that anything? It's definitely not. That's definitely not anything. Matter of fact, that is almost expected of you, someone who comes from the wealth bracket that you're in. I pay I, <laughs> I pay a whole 15%, which is double what I usually pay for a tip. Jesus Christ, you're the worst. Now, now listen here. I have paid $1,500 in income tax every year. That's twice as much as that current president, y'all. <laughs> uh, who I do support, if you couldn't <laughs> tell, based on who I was as a person. Has this five-minute tirade cemented me as a villain? Please say yes, I want to stop and fiddle. You know, Gary Oak and Seto Kaiba, even Bakugo, they're redeemable. I am an irredeemable rival. Mm-hmm. I, I am the person that you want to see die at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Don't know why you got there. What you was know, that? You definitely want to see me die at the end of this one, right? No, 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 I'm the Canadian fiddle player. I'm the guy that you don't want to see die, but that gets killed by that Maximilian guy over there. Yeah, and that's his thing. It's like all the other fights end amicably. Just like, you did it, you got me. And it's like, and I guess it's just because we've been really focused on it lately, but it's like the G1 in New Japan. It's not a single elimination tournament. You just have to earn enough points Fuck, that does make it Duelist Kingdom. Shit. Damn it. You done did that there. Um. Okay, but still, you get fiddle points. Uh, Fiddle points? Now, hold on. What if we made up a system of getting fiddle badges? No. No. Can't do that one either. Maybe if we... I don't know. What was the deal with Digimon? Did they have something like that? Um... 
if you win enough fiddle contests, uh, your big scary monster walks along the beach while Smash Mouth played. Uh, that's, that's what you get. Now, <laughs> I love how we've been set in, like, this opening act segment for five hours. We've made too many riffable segments. Okay, so Gengar comes out. And that's when, of course, Maximilian introduces himself. And then, please allow me to introduce myself. Please allow myself to introduce myself. That that's Austin Powers quote. I love him. <laughs> oh, I didn't think this guy could get any worse. My entire personality is based around quoting Borat, Napoleon Dynamite, and recent episodes of Family Guy. Not the good ones. The real bad ones. So, okay. He basically is like, why don't we get in a little practice beforehand? And then at that point, Gengar rushes towards our uh, mentor character, who's just like, no! get away and then that's when she sends jane away because she's like i don't want you getting hurt you need to get out of here pulls it out summons hers which is like a just a big ass eagle like a massive eagle and now we get to watch a gengar fight an eagle during this fiddle contest but then it ends and then she's like well you you won congratulations you're right, I did. And then Gengar eats her or some shit. Because now it's Attack on Titan, too. But Gengar eats her and then kills her. Maybe maybe Gengar eats the fiddle and he stabs her with the bow to his fiddle to take her fiddle prowess. Oh, okay. So, like, there's... Uh, like he can pull people's fiddle abilities out, so now it's also the adventure zone, because this is just the Umbra staff. Uh, and also their hearts. Oh, yeah. Now, here you go, Gengar, a little treat for you, but I got you a little Gengar right there, Baldell, you what? He gets worse as it goes on. Less and less intelligible. I I have completely forgotten, of course, my voice, as it were. Of course, I'm just a small-town country rich man. That's all you had to say to get back in the voice. I'm real proud of you. Uh, So then the next day, the tournament begins proper. And, of course, uh, Johnny's up there just like, Hmm, Yugi boy, it appears as though we're missing an individual. And then everyone's looking over at uh, the spot that was reserved for the mentor. And they're all like, uh, oh, no, what, what happened? He goes, well, today is round one. Each of you are matched up. If you win, you earn a point. If you lo- earn two points, because it's the G1. If you lose, you get zero points. If you tie, you get one point. And then, of course, uh, that leads to our main, Jane Finch, being like, I volunteer as tribute and stepping up and basically really lucks her way into the first few victories i think that's good that's good maybe her fiddle creature has like kind of a trump card that she can exploit in the beginning can it be like helps her can it be a real shitty like a turtle (gasps) it's maybe oh shit it's like blastoise it starts off as like squirtle so it's just like this little shitty turtle thing and then by the time she goes to face johnny fucking blastoise baby all the way yes are are they just gonna be pokemon at this point no it's a turtle but you know she's not good at violin so it's obviously a little baby turtle but as here's the thing this is why i love like the character of goku so much we're gonna get now dbz's in there you see goku starts off pretty strong But he grows, and he gets stronger and stronger, which is why he's so easily able to defeat Vagita. Vagita, who thought he was already the strongest. Our our girl is is a Goku in a sea of Vagitas. Everyone else has reached their top violin animal level. She, we get to watch, evolve. Yes. Please never pronounce Vegeta's name in that way again. Vagita. Nope, you did it. My favorite meal, Vagita. Okay. So she she lucks her way into the first victory because her fiddle her fiddle monster is the polar opposite of um 
her opponents and can defeat him easily. Well, her opponents is a uh, small dragon that shoots flames out. <laughs> and, you know, even if... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you douse that flame with water, a la what our turtle can do, you're good. God, Pokemon be so much better if both those motherfuckers were just getting it on fiddles the whole time. Getting it on... Yeah, instead of, like, having to shout out those attacks, they just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pikachu, use Thunderbolt. That's baby horse shit. That's the good shit. We have... And that's how we fight. That's And her first opponent is, like... Pro, like... Literally the easiest one she could fight. It is a Bandit Keith-esque character. A just a... A parody, if you will, of patriotism. It's ba- it, it's fucking Bandit Keith. <laughs> now, are you sure it's not some small child that got into this that loves shorts? Oh, no. Because they're comfy and easy to wear. I hate him. No, that kid, that kid actually died on the way in. His portal instead went to that Beetlejuice hell dimension with the sandworms, and then he got eaten and died. Okay. Jesus. So, I'm sorry. Short, I don't like shorts, and that kid can go suck a dick. <laughs> Alright, so she beats the first guy. <laughs> does, does this guy eventually... No, because that's the Bandit Keith guy. Fuck him. Actually, no, you're right. I think the first one does need to be someone a, a friend like someone cool who earns her respect like they both earn their respect at the end and then uh they look to the side and they see uh maximilian who's just like you're all you're now finally getting done i was finished with my match in less than five seconds and it turns around and canadian boy's there and he's just fucking sobbing <laughs> over a broken violin Oh, God, he took my violin. He destroyed it. Ah, Jay. Oh, man. Oh, no. Hey, what do you got? What do you got against that guy's violin? Hey, it's me, Broey Bila. Broey Bila, the fiddlest. I'm a, I'm a fiddler, fiddlest from the Bronx right here. How are you doing? Okay, so. All right. If, fuck it. If we're going to do Duelist Kingdom, we have Joey Wheeler. We have. Fuck the names. We have Brooklyn guy. We have main character. We have main character's rival. We have Bandit Keith, aka America Man. We have Canadian Man. We have, uh, there's always gotta be a spooky one. There's a spooky one for the Halloween episodes, which is what this was supposed to be. And then it became Fiddle Yu Gi Oh! Yep. You took. This is what happens when you take my ideas too far. Let's do it. In, um, this is <laughs> insert flashback to beginning of the episode. I told you it was not going to be a fucking heist. It's going to be Duelist Kingdom. Can it just be Johnny Depp in every Tim Burton movie? Uh, yeah, as the Spooky Boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way we get that. Uh, what's the? Uh, who's the other three? One's a femme fatale type. A la my Valentine. Mm-hmm. What if one's just like an old ass prospector who's like, "Oh, are you giving me a good reason to pull this voice out?" You know what? I used to be a ghost. I did. That was my gift to you for taking your idea and making it Yu-Gi-Oh. I would give you the old prospector. You know what? I can take this because this is just one of those characters that I could go off on a tangent about and just ruin the rest of the episode with. Yeah, but now we're going to move on to the next, uh, next. Okay, I will put Shorts Boy in there. But he's kind of like a, who's the, uh, the, I refer to him as the grape pervert from My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. God, what is that little motherfucker's name? Grape Pervert, my hero. I, I guarantee this will give me an answer. Manetta. Manetta is... I love that fucking Grape Pervert was like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know the Grape uh -huh, Pervert. Uh -huh. Oh, fuck. Grapes. I kind of just want to flesh out this fiddle world so okay we need 
we need their character and we need their their beast of choice. So let's see. First, we've got Maximilian. What was it? Hard body. Rockwell. Okay. Maximilian rock hard. Rockwell. Uh, and his is a Gengar. Maximilian rock dick at your yeah. service. Then we've got what was the uh, other one? Um, Joey from the Bronx. Joey. Uh, and his last name is from the Bronx. It's all one word. His is a his is a big ass horse. His is a big stallion. Then our main character Jane Finch. Hers is, I guess. I, I, oh yeah, it is the turtle. I forgot about that. I was gonna give her. That'd be cool if like the eagle of her mentor came back to help her in the final battle and became a phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we got Bandit Greg. His is, I guess his should be an eagle, shouldn't it? So we gotta rework that opening fight. No, his is a turkey, because he believed this, that uh, Ben Franklin's idea was correct, and it should have been a turkey for a nat- national bird. I love Benjamin Franklin! I love the turkey! Little do people know that turkeys are insanely deadly. You sure about that? <laughs> or it could that? be a snake, Allah, don't tread on me. Um, no, I don't think so. Like, if he does, like, I think he would have an associate. One of his associates has a snake. And, like, they try to cheat and bring out the snake for the fight. Mm-hmm. I'm actually just gonna throw in my own personal D&D character, Viola Foxhard, as the femme fatale. And obviously she has a fox as her Patronus. <laughs> Alright. As her, Go as for her fiddle Patronus. Uh, then we got Canada, not Charlie. You almost did it. You almost. Uh, Don Johnson. That's John the- Johnson. J- John Donson. It's John Donson from Canada. Obviously, Moose. A fucking Moose is his animal. Do you know how fucking hard Moose go? And do, you, do you see this guy? Eight and a half feet tall. Look at him. He could run roughshod over a two-ton sedan like it's nothing, buckaroo. I think the it he just needs to be named the prospector, and his is a buffalo. I like <laughs> Let's ride, old Toby. Come on, and he rides him into battle. Okay, we got we got three left. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like I'm missing one of them. Should we have a racer X type character, like a mysterious? Oh, the Spooky Boy. Spooky Boy has to be in there. So, like Damien Crystal. Okay, I like that. I am. I have not been writing these names down. I just realized. So we are going to be so lost. Oh no, I've got it. Damien Cristal, he's got a big spooky bat, but it's, like, bigger than a normal bat, you know? It's, like, a bigger bat. Then we got the Masked Fiddler. Oh, shit. There's your twist. Masked Fiddler is the, uh, is the, is the, uh, so, is the mentor. Took me way too long to remember that word. But, uh, theirs is a phoenix. So obviously, like, the eagle rose and became a phoenix, but uh, Jane never realizes it because a phoenix and an eagle are two separate things. And also, like, the color of their fiddle energy is different. Well, yeah, because you can't die truly on Fiddle Island. Yeah, well, yeah, you can. That's, that's what Maximilian's doing, is killing people. And then I've got... Right, but their spirits come back. Then I've got Shorts, Toby. What's he got? A raccoon? A raccoon is good, or a possum. I don't know, I think raccoon is more more trashy. It's trashy enough and sad. Oh, if we want to go for trashy and sad, it should just be a squirrel. Oh, yes! He definitely needs a squirrel. And it is, like, all these other ones are massive versions of the animal. His is the only one that is just a tiny, tiny squirrel. So now this is an episodic anime at this point, right? Because Jane has to We've made an anime. Yeah, Jane has to have the one where 
she and Joey like gain respect for one another. She has to have the confrontation with Maximilian. She's got to have the spooky episode with Damien Crystal. Um, mm-hmm. And then as we get closer to the end of the season, a la Duelist Kingdom, only four individuals make it. Joey, Jane, mm-hmm. the masked fiddler, and Maximilian Rockhard. So the friend, the rival, and then the mystery. Yes. Now, do we do a fatal four-way? Or do we do what they did in Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was a tag team match? Wait, no, it was a fatal four-way, wasn't it? It wasn't a tag team yeah. match. Yeah, it was a fatal four-way, so it's gotta be like... Oh, uh, but... And yeah, like, the winner of this fatal four-way... So, Maximilian is handily dealing it to, uh, old Joey at one point. He's about to strike the killing blow, and then the masked figure turns and, like, stops him. What if it's this? What if it's, um, obviously this is going to last five episodes, (laughs) because Dragon Ball and Yu-Gi-Oh! rules? Um, what if it's a what is known in professional wrestling as a um, gauntlet match. In other words, okay. whoever got in got their chips last. Whoever was... Basically, he says the final four will be admitted. Whoever... The top four with the most points will be admitted. But the lowest two have to start off. And those are Joey and Max. Because Max tried to kill himself and won a match or something i don't know and maximilian hastily stomps joey like wrecks him in the first match wins yeah outcomes uh outcomes yeah we'll do jane next i think jane is now getting experience and then jane just barely hanging on like i think at the end of this battle and this could be like an intense thing three of her strings are broken she only has one string left and yet look and then that's when like blastoise evolution happens and she just just fucking destroys (laughs) fucking uh maximilian i love the idea that you're uh that you're fiddle beast because that's what they definitely need to be called the fiddle beasts um it, like, when they evolve and they turn into a new form, it fixes your fiddle and makes it better. So, like, with this, she, t- like, it immediately turns into a fucking Stradivarius violin that she fiddles hard on. Yep. And then, of course, finally goes up against the masked fiddler. And first episode is nothing but an epic duel. And wh- I think this is where the turtle needs to happen. Like, the turtle transformation happens during this one. So, like, she's all she comes into this match with only one string. And then, of course, finally evolves near the end, takes out the masked fiddler who approaches her and then slowly removes her mask. And then that's when it's, it's you. It's unnamed mentor. You've done it. <laughs> always always has been kid yeah and and basically that's when she explains like i knew you had it in you to win and i just wanted you to prove it to me and then that's when it's like but you died no one truly dies on fiddle island Mm -hmm. and then the spirits of all the other people that maximilian killed just like pop back up yeah we were all cheering you on even me go get it so now we get to our... Do you want to know how he killed my buffalo? It was real gruesome. <laughs> so now we finally get to the final confrontation. Jane Finch versus Johnny Pegasus. The man who defeated the devil so long ago. But he does, much like uh, one of our prompts earlier said, he does in fact use a devilish summoned band to base and they so now it becomes a true gauntlet because now she not only has to battle a vial a, a fiddle beast there's also a guitar beast a drum beast and so many that she has to get through before she can finally face off against johnny's fiddle beast who is the devil 
He and he is using the devil's golden fiddle. That is the reason that like the devil's golden fiddle was so prized because it gave you the power to summon the devil. Yes, himself. exactly. Uh, or like a big hellhound if we want to make it not that blatant. No, it's gonna be the death. It's fucking Johnny from the Devil Went Down to Georgia as a grim specter. It's the devil. I mean, we don't have to reveal it's the same Johnny. Which, by the way. Wouldn't that be the best twist of anything ever? Is if at the end they were like, oh, actually, this is connected to a vastly unrelated IP. This is just vastly not at all the same. That would have so many people scratching their heads at the end. By the time you get to the point, listen, the devil went down to Georgia is a piece of Americana, and I cannot let you ruin it in that way. It is the same, Johnny. Okay, same exact Johnny, um, and then, of course, I think, do, do you think Johnny's gone a bit mad with power at this point? Like, Johnny actually, yeah, like, it, it's not until post-battle that he's finally, like, laughing, like, wait a minute, I'm free. I'm free! I think that we go back to, like, how we started this pitch into that. Johnny has fallen so far into the sin of pride <gasps> that that has completely overwhelmed him. Bud, what about this? It is not a fatal four-way gauntlet match. It's a five-man gauntlet match. And it's basically Johnny testing himself against the, t- the Elite Four. So obviously Joey comes in, gets trounced. Um, the masked, the masked one is next, and during the battle, he knocks the mask off, and it reveals that it's the mentor, and then she runs out like, what? And she's like, you gotta fucking kill him, you got to, you can't do this alone. And then the third one is, uh, Maximilian, and then that is where Maximilian drops all pretenses, and Maximilian's the devil. And he's like, I fought so hard to get back here. Ah, that's good. That's the twist I was looking for. Yes, because like, here's the deal. Maximilian, I think Johnny took Satan's powers and banished Satan to Earth as a normal human. And so now Maximilian's trying to get his devil powers back. Now listen here, fucko. You know what I had to live like? Yeah. I had to live like this for so many years. You know how hard it is to keep up with that voice? Yeah. You bastard. And so then, of course, Johnny beats... Everyone thinks once the devil shows up and starts showing off his skin. It's like Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah. It's like, hey... No. I, I This guy's good. He's got it handled. And then the big shock is... Oh, no. He beat him... Oh no, I'm the one. I'm left. I'm the only person left to fight him. And then that's what leads to the last epic clash between Jane and uh Jane and Johnny. J and J Adventures. Yes, exactly. And then frees his soul to go to heaven. And then this is our uh season one finale twist, or I guess cliffhanger. Is everyone's like breathing heavily. The battle is over. There's, like, cuts and bruises from fiddling so hard. Do you know how many bruises you get from... You fiddle so hard, you die. Oh, my God. Imagine, like, just the shots of the fingers bleeding from the strings cutting into them. Uh, But that all happens. And Joey, Jane, and then the masked fiddler who comes out just, like, sickly but is okay. They're all sitting there watching as Johnny goes to heaven, and then they hear laughter from behind them, and they turn around, and Maximilian, his eyes begin to glow red, and he summons an army of demons around them. They all start to play music, and now our trio summon their fiddle beasts, and the end season, like, image you see is the devil's army rushing against the fiddlists. Honestly, I don't even I don't even know if you could go into a second season. Like you'd have to end that one with a feature film. And the, yeah, with <laughs> Fiddle versus the Devil is what it is. And you couldn't have a great moment where everybody on that was on Fiddle Island comes back and has their like 
10 second vignette of them beating fiddle monsters yeah is it is the name fiddle island is that the show title uh let's see or fiddle beasts i think i like fiddle island better the fiddlest fit well there's more than one the fiddlists multiple fiddlers yeah fit fiddles Hey, bud, guess what's a fun word to say a lot? Fiddle. 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 I think, I'm, fiddle, fiddle. I, I think I'll go with Fiddle Island for the title of this one. I like how, like, a few weeks ago, we were busting out, like, full-on Middleditch and Schwartz extended universe, like, improv scenes, and now we're just like, can we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh for an inappropriately long amount of time and then just discuss fiddles? Listen, there's a place for all of that here on a load of BS, but sometimes you just gotta talk about how we can make fiddles and Pokemon work. I mean, yeah. Well, God, I really want people to send in prompts like that that we're forced to approach. Like, just, hey, what happens if fiddles and Pokemon? Hey, what happens if this? And I'm like, okay, I guess we have to figure that out. Because I'll be honest, coming up, we're good at coming up with ideas. We're great at making shitty ideas work. So I kind of want that to just be our vibe now, is how do we make this shitty idea good? However, don't give us good ideas or even decent ideas, because Gaster did that once, and we fucked the sun. We We fucked his idea, and we fucked the sun. All right, well, Blake Tanner, what was awesome this week? Oh, man, apple cider, baby. Uh, Ryan Bergara and Shane Madej. Just all their videos. Those are fucking amazing. Where can oh, pe- yeah, we gotta watch theirs oh, um, yeah. after this. Right after this. But where can people find you on the internet? Until then, Blake. You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. And you can find me here on the BS Network doing all of these shows. Very good. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts, including the Audioverse Award-nominated Sammy Magic at a load of purebs.com and go to audioverseawards.net and vote for the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. Actually, wait, I think I'm already in the finals, but vote for other people. Lighthearts, fucking uh, seen and not heard. Relativity, another show that I was on. Uh, Party of One. If you like audio drama, vote at audioverseawards.net. Or alternatively, listen to all of them and then vote. I would uh, cast my hat in since you've already made it to Relativity. Yes. Fuck. Good friend of ours. He taught us. It's beyond. He was our. He was our eagle mentor. <laughs> And then he died, but came back so we could live. Yeah. <laughs> Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair, from their album, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. I have not been keeping up with Tom that much recently, but I'm sure they're doing great. He's such a handsome, handsome Scottish man with all the jams. I think he has a radio show in Scotland. Which means he's so fucking good. He chomped our podcast flavor and was like, I'm gonna do it on the radio though. Damn it. But it's a radio is the original form of podcast, so I can't blame him. Yeah, but uh should we discuss how fucking dope the BS network Discord is getting now? Because it's getting killer, and if you want to join it, you can by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And yes, we talk about all the access, all the extra content, all the behind the scenes stuff, but really the Discord is becoming the star of the show. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when whenever wrestling is on. I go live, I watch wrestling, you guys can watch it live there with me if you like wrestling, if you want to watch me and Blake react to bad movies live, you can do that in the Discord. Fuck, we went to Disney World the other day on Discord. Man, that was so good, because we, 
we didn't get to go to Disney this year. Yeah. So we're just doing all sorts of different shit where you guys can come hang out. You can chat with us. You can go live with us. I know every once in a while if I get bored and just want to draw, I jump in there. I start doodling. You guys can watch me doodle. <laughs> and you can get it at Patreon dot com slash a load of bs and of course pick up that sweet sweet bs merch at merch dot a load of pure bs dot com the birmingham boys shirt we released actually all the funds from that goes to support local birmingham charities because it is our home and we love it and eventually eventually i do kind of want to rip off weird and wonderful world from watcher but it's just us in birmingham that would be good. There are so many things in Birmingham that I, who have lived here for years, have yet to experience yeah. that everybody needs to. That's right. And, of course, get that merch. Merch.loadofpurebs.com. Please donate to that Patreon and hang out in our Discord. And remember to follow us on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Accept no substitutes, and we will see you next week.